What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 142 of this podcast. And uh today was today was an all right day. Uh, it was very standard it was not not as crazy as one may think but of course that that might partially be because of how i traded the day today so uh you know of course i will be expanding on that i wouldn't i wouldn't just leave you with that uh but before we get started make sure you are listening to this episode at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1x 2x you know, literally whatever speed you find comfortable uh make sure you're listening to it on that because i tend to speak a little bit slower and as a result you know considering the topic is not really as engaging as some of the other ones it can be a little dry sometimes which is why i recommend listening to it at a faster pace so that you don't sleep and uh yeah let's get started so as is customary now i'll start with the fi's and di's we had the fi's being net sellers today at 2476 crore so this is i think the fourth day that they've been sellers consistently similarly the di's are buyers to the tune of 2500 crore again fourth day consecutively that they've been buyers at least um maybe before that as well i just remember that they've been buyers for the last four days at least and uh, as far as the arr is concerned we're looking at 1.11 which is definitely a reasonable ratio it's far better than what we saw yesterday but uh you know overall with 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 all of this going on it's 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 all right like it's 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 not really uh you know that big of a factor what i can sort of infer from this is that more stocks are showing signs of positivity especially after yesterday's cabinet meet so perhaps all that is all that is doing positively this is my take away from all of this and as far as the number of unchanged stocks are concerned we're looking at 126 of those which is a higher number than yesterday to the tune of 42 or 44 if i remember correctly but it it's it's really always around this figure so it's not something that uh, you know it's not really a big deal if you ask me as far as the market cap is concerned which we are which we've been tracking uh, pretty pretty consistently since the last three sessions we're looking at it at 27.99 so uh, this is <laughs> it's literally 27 followed by several zeros uh, if i had to count it is nine zeros so 27 followed by nine zeros lakhs so that's the massive market cap that it has right now which is why i just say 27 but since it's at 27.99 i'm i'm just going to say it's 28 day before yesterday it was 29 when we saw that positive day uh but yesterday it fell back down to 27 now we're seeing it inching up slowly and steadily so again it's it's all right it's really not a it's really not a big deal if you ask me uh because all these things will ultimately correct themselves and you know go back to the trajectory that they were headed in um you know if we discount you know items like coronavirus and such so those really are not the kind of factors that 
uh, I would be looking at if I'm too concerned with, you know, the long term outlook of these markets. I just say that because we need to keep a track of all that's happening in the market. So that's why I tend to mention these now as far as some of the recent happenings are concerned. I looked on certain news outlets and I found <clears throat> that there's a banking strike happening on March 27th. And the reason for this is because of the merger that was decided upon yesterday. If you ask me, I feel that's slightly, a, you know, it's, it's, it's the right move merging all these banks. The strike is kind of unnecessary because, you know, it's, it's again, all like, Based on my understanding of it, it's a positive sign that they're merging all these banks and I'm hoping that these economies of scale and of synergies and all those fancy terms that people use to justify these mergers actually do, um, you know, helping and uh, end up helping and give like a positive impact on these because ultimately if we look at these individual banks, they are very small and them coming together is, is logically speaking from someone who does not know a lot of info about this. Is definitely going to be positive so I I can get why they're going on a strike because wages and all those things but I just I just I just feel that it's it's not you know it's not really ideal to stop something like this because of the strike another piece of news that I found is that the SBI IPO has been doing very well it's oversubscribed now so uh, can I find all right so oversubscribed to the tune of 26 times and the HNIS portion has been oversubscribed at 44 times so that's a strong number especially when we consider that this past two weeks or so have, have been not really uh, you know the most confidence inspiring markets in fact my father and I were talking and he said that you know it's 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 weird that they're sting, still going through with the IPO um, at times like these because not really the best time to go ahead with it but then clearly they've done reasonably well again that's a good sign another piece of news that i found was that 2020 airline passenger revenue could fall by 113 billion dollars says iota and uh, that's that's obviously pretty a pretty big number and uh, it's 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 no, it's no joke. And as far as the trade impact of coronavirus is concerned, we're looking at 348 million dollars, according to a UN report, which is which is all right. I mean, I I really feel that those numbers, while big, they are they are really not uh, the kind of numbers which would trigger a massive impact on the markets as a whole, because again, these are just 350 million dollars on like several billion several hundred billion dollars is 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 kind of like a rounding off error almost while substantial it it is kind of inconsequential in my opinion as far as the passenger revenue thing is concerned that's obviously going to have an impact possibly stocks like you know spicejet and indigo and such might uh, see something happening but again tomorrow is when we'll find out really and yeah that's that's all for the observation segment let's move to the analysis so we saw nifty closing at 11269 up just 18 points or 0.16% from its previous close the high that it made is healthy 11389 and the low that it made is 244 so clearly we can see it you know uh, preferring the low area compared to the high area not really a good sign um, but at least it managed to close above its previous close. 
So that's a good sign as far as intraday moves are concerned for Nifty. We saw very a very clean jump from that 13MA line right around the previous close. So that's where it took support initially at around 10 a.m. or so. And from there it jumped, breached its 200 MA. Uh, you know, it, it, it went around the second March high. From there it took some resistance and then dropped down quite steeply right back to the pre-close. From then it again took a little bit of support. Later, like literally after we're done with Bank Nifty, uh, I'll, I'll speak about how exactly I, I observed the daily expi- the, the weekly expiry option prices moving today. Because I noticed something very interesting. Again, I don't know if this happens every time, but it's certainly it's the first time that I've seen it. So stay tuned for that. Again, just a couple of minutes so I can just get done with the indices and then talk about the observations, uh, you know, at a stretch. As far as the daily chart of Nifty is concerned, it's still consolidating at that area. And I remember saying I probably at like 28th Feb or 2nd March or something that there's a chance we see it consolidating here. And again, the reason for that is it's just testing which way it wants to go. Seeing all the news, it's seeing where everything is headed. And once it's made up its mind, once it's confident in its direction, it'll it'll probably go up or down. I personally feel that, uh, you know, after a slight correction is possible, like if it wants to go down, it's possible. But in general, it's probably going to continue rising because all things considered, you know, coronavirus, of course, is a bad thing. And all the macro factors, of course, all of those are there. But all things considered, things are not that bad especially, you know, considering just how much it's fallen. I don't think that's completely justified. So let's see how that goes. And uh, yeah, I mean, this this reminds me actually of something which we saw with Infosys when uh, it had its whistleblower thing happening. It, it opened with a massive gap down on the next day and it consolidated there for a good month or so, if I remember correctly. So right now, Nifty is in a very similar place. It, it, it got sort of a pre-correction and then it just took a massive dump and now it's uh now it's it's consolidating at that area and then we might see it gradually going up filling the gap or something or we might see it doing it in a very rapid movement so it really depends uh, a bit too early to say uh, a lot a lot of factors go into deciding where uh, nifty might be headed tomorrow and ultimately as i said or rather as i've been saying it all depends on the sentiments of the market and of you know, the market players as a whole. So literally your sentiment matters, my sentiment matters, everyone's sentiments matter. So that's another factor to consider. So as a result, you know, it becomes a bit difficult to say whether, you know, I'm going long or whether I'm whether I'm long for tomorrow, whether I'm short for tomorrow, because it's it's very weird. And some days it becomes both. So for example, today you could have been long and short on Nifty and you would have still made money. So all of those things really need to be considered, especially in markets like these. And uh, yeah, that's my take on the daily chart of Nifty. Coming to Bank Nifty now, we've got it closing at 28,815. It's up 161 points, made a high of 29,134, which is very decent. Uh, but then it sort of slipped very, very easily. Low is 28,500, which is all right. You know, it's it's somewhere between the low and the high, which is uh, which is standard. I feel not not really a big deal, in my opinion, if you ask me. 
as far as the ADR is concerned for Bank Nifty, 9 is to 3, very good. Of course, Yes Bank uh, was was the leader by a long shot, 25% up or 26% up. It's just crazy how fast that moved. If you've been living under a rock during the day, SBI and LIC, I think, combined are going to go for 49% of Yes Bank at 490 crore, 2 rupees per share. So as a result, SBI was in the ditches um, during the start, like at, at the start of the day. And then it recovered very, very well. It's up 1% now. So from like minus 4 to plus 1, it's a wild journey. And uh, you should see the day, you should see the intraday chart. It's going to be very interesting to see. So that we're, that's, that's what we're seeing with Bank Nifty now. As far as Nifty's ADR is concerned, by the way, we're looking at 29 is to 21, which is all right. It's, it's in line with the closing. So, you know, very evenly matched of sorts. But, of course, uh, today was more of a bearish kind of day for Nifty because the close for the day was below the open and it was just a smudge, a smudge, a smudge above the previous close. So, as a result, it's it's not really as positive as one may think uh, despite, you know, it, it being green. That's not the case. And, yeah, that's what we saw. As far as the other indices are concerned, uh, most of them are positive, you know, except VIX, it's negative. And these are the broad market ones. As far as the sectoral indices go, we're looking at media, metal, and realty being down. Apart from that, all doing well. And the fixed income, very mixed again. We're just looking at 11 to 15 and 15 plus years ones doing well, which means that slightly shorter term ones are not doing that well. Um, you know, that's you can you can sort of try to figure out why that's the reason. And yeah, that's what we're seeing with indices. Now, as far as my observations go, the very first one was that SBI was either dragging the index down or it was holding the index down, depending on which time you were looking at uh, the market. And the kind of strength that it had during the day was just crazy. And it's it really like SBI today was possibly even more exciting than Yes Bank because it's it does not move that much typically and yet it moved so much and yet it had so much of power on the underlying prices but the main observation that i had during the day as i said it's related to the option prices so now i'll just do a quick recap of where nifty is at 11269 right 11269 ideally when it's at uh, you know if you're taking an if you're taking a put right your strike minus what your current market price is is what your closing value of the put should be so your closing price of the put should be uh you know like theoretically speaking and in practice also otherwise bad things will happen so assuming 11 300 put we're looking at a closing of let's say 11 250 for example at 3 15 pm let's say the price of nifty is 11 at 3 15 pm which it was and at that time, again, logically speaking, 15 minutes to expiry, one would think that the price would be very close to 50 of the put, but you would be wrong. It was actually 30, 32 within that range. And as a result, purely going by that, you could have sort of figured out that Nifty is ideally going to close at 60, 60 69, 70 or so, because it was just unwilling. The put prices were just unwilling to go above 32. So... It was very interesting to see, and in fact, at EOD, I closed I closed my you know laptop right before EOD, so at like literally right now, and I'm analyzing it. 
I decided to see this because I was wondering if it if it is going to align or not. Uh, and what is going to align, whether it's going to be the put which will go to 50 or 40 or what, or if it's going to be the spot that's going to go up slightly. Turns out it's the spot which went up slightly. So very interesting to see. Um, I, I don't think I've, I've observed this before and uh, I'm sure that it's a common phenomenon. I'm sure that it's not as rare as I think it is, uh, but it's it's definitely very interesting to see nonetheless. So yeah, that, that was my possibly my biggest observation uh, for the day was this and let's move to my trades okay so the trades for my day consisted of 11,300 calls two of them at separate times as you know I, I typically avoid going uh, in more than one lot just as a way of uh, you know controlling the risk that I have so to 11,300 calls uh, at different times during the day the very first one was <clears throat> I believe at 9.40 or so is when I went long it and then if you're looking at the chart you would know that 9.40 onwards it, it dipped a bit tested the previous close so as soon as it dipped a bit I was like can't do I'm gonna exit it so I exited it again I'm, I'm very happy that I did because I like literally my my lessons uh, this is probably the most repeated lesson that uh, be very mechanical and exit in time and such. So I exited it very ruthlessly uh, without really thinking about whether what if it goes up and such. So it went down, it went further down, but then it took support. So as soon as it took support, I went long the other 11300 call uh, that I took the second one, like I re-entered into it and I rode the tide until like from 11,260 or so spot to 11,350 uh, or so. So 90 points uh, that did not equate to that much on the call. Of course, I wish it, it would have. Uh, but around 90 points was the move that I managed to catch, uh, appears like. And yeah, it, it, it's definitely pretty interesting to see because yesterday and today, both the times I've been able to catch these moves and I'm, I'm glad that I have. And yeah, that those were literally the only two trades that I took. And uh, after 11 or so, which is when my trade ended, literally at 11, uh, I, I stopped trading for the day and that was it. So the reason why I did that and the reason why in the in literally the very first sentence I said at the start of this episode is that things were much better and much different was because what typically happens is that we go, we end up going long calls even if it's at the second half of the day the market might not might move in your direction but not by the amount that you want it to so as a result um, you you might just not end up making gains or it might end up eating into your gains and uh, you know a profit is a profit i took the profit enjoyed it happily and i spent the rest of the day doing uh, well studying for once and just just lazing around and at 2 p.m. or so I came back sat with my father because he his his market day uh, resumed at 2 p.m. and he took a few trades which you can see at Umesh Rindani is his Twitter so if you're curious about which trades he's taken and such you should definitely follow him there uh, he posts like 50 times more than I do uh, and he posts everything he has like his Twitter is basically his podcast I'll just I'll just put it that way so if you're curious about which trades he took and how his day was at Omesh Rindani on Twitter. 
so i sat with him i just saw how he was trading and how the market was moving and it was very interesting to see that when we are long a call versus when we are long a put even though the price movements are the same our viewpoints and our way of looking at things is just so much different it's crazy and uh, that's possibly that's possibly another big thing that i uh, that i observed today is is just how different our perceptions of the prices are and just how different our view of the market is and how much it's based on what kind of a position we are in because as much as possible our view should be unbiased regardless of what kind of position we are in because if if our view is going to be biased and if it's if it's not by if it's biased for the wrong reasons then we've got a problem so if that's the case then it'll only really end up eating into your profits that's literally the only thing which will happen and uh, trust me no one wants that right so um you know as a result it was very interesting to see and i'm sure that slowly slowly i'll try to inch towards making more unbiased choices these past two days thankfully i have for the most part because uh, these trading days are exactly what i've personally imagined them to be you know just taking your profits moving on and um exiting quickly in the sense that you capture most of the move because look the prices went up a lot more after i exited uh, the call and i'm sure the call would have given me a lot more money had i held on to that but from 11 it took until 12:30 for it to move one and a half hour i would have i i would have been on my edge i would have been uh, you know is constantly monitoring my position for a very marginal gain and as a result it sometimes it makes sense to just do this and i'm i'm personally glad that this way you know things went this way and uh, you know exiting profits very nicely cutting your losses very nicely and that is why today i feel and yesterday also to some extent were really good trading days because even though the net pnl is not that much uh, it's it's in the green sure but it really is it's, it's far from one of my best days like really really far from one of my best days but it's still it's still really good because that technique is uh starting i'm like starting to understand that technique which is what really matters and i know this was supposed to be the trades but i also gave uh you know that lesson about how i exited early and as a result it saved me so much of time and it just saved me a lot of mental pressure as well which is something i'm sure a lot of you guys might be facing especially if if you if you're like hey 3 p uh, 3 3:30 pm man it's it's so long Uh, i have a running position had i exited it early and such so if that's you then um, then you know this this applies perfectly to you and if that isn't then it's just some extra knowledge for you right so yeah i mean that is it for this episode hope you found it helpful and informative and uh, i hope your weekly expiry was good and profitable and a good learning experience and yeah see you in the next one happy trading Thank you.